Time for us to check in with Richard Zussman, our global news reporter over in Victoria. And we're going to talk about travel, of course. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Simi. Now, it doesn't sound like uh, the B.C. government is on board with what Manitoba is doing in terms of cracking down on domestic travel. No, it doesn't sound like it at all. Premier John Horgan asked yesterday about uh, whether B.C. will follow suit. And he says it's not something that's been recommended at this point. Uh, from Provincial Health Officer Dr. Bonnie Henry, but it is something the province could consider down the road, uh, considering a few different factors. So there's two main things the province says uh, are standing in the way of putting in this 14-day quarantine for any visitor coming into BC from outside of the province. Uh, one's logistics. He said it was just would be too, too hard to manage uh, monitoring the border between BC and Alberta, or even the border between BC uh, and the Yukon, as well as uh, dozens of airports uh, in the province where people come in from out of province. Uh, so those challenges mean it would be almost impossible uh, to enforce. The other part of this as well is that uh, Premier Horgan said right now we're not seeing transmission uh, from out of province as a main driver in COVID cases. And because of that, uh, there's no health advice to do it. But, you know, there's a lot of thoughts in me that the province could be proactive here and send a message that just make it a little bit harder uh, for people who want to come to British Columbia to come here and, and use that as a deterrent. Right. That's the, that's the question, right? Because some communities are clearly still seeing this as a problem. I mean, we're talking to the mayor of Whistler coming up in about an hour from now. They've got some big problems on this. Yeah, and we're seeing a lot of people come in. And, and you know, experts are saying there are ways to create deterrence. I spoke to Kelly Lee from Simon Fraser University yesterday, and she said there are different things that the province, along with the federal government, could do. You know, they could require people from coming from out of province that are staying at a hotel to quarantine at their own cost for 14 days. There could be a requirement for those coming from out of province for non-essential travel uh, to get tested. Uh, there could be surcharges put on flights coming into British Columbia applied at the airport. Uh, there could be surcharges at hotels uh, for visitors for non-essential reasons from different areas of the province, even or from out of the province. Like These are all little things that could be put in place by the province to make it a little bit harder. And Lee argues that if these things are put in place like this, uh, then we'll see a drop off in the numbers and then it would be easier to actually enforce a 14 day quarantine. You know, it just right. seems like this is not a time that there should be any type of encouragement to travel to British Columbia. There will be time for that when this is over. And I think the public is frustrated that the premier is not sending a message that we are doing everything we can just to make it a little bit harder, just to send a little bit more of a message that do not come into our province because we know the virus has to come here somewhere. Yes, right now the transition is happening internally, but... The variants came into BC through travel. Yeah. Uh, the virus originally came in through travel. All of these are ways in which the virus can spread in our communities. Exactly. Now, I think it's, uh, clearly it sounds like from the press conference the other day that Dr. Bonnie Henry was responding to the criticism of what she said earlier in the week, where she said, you know, pe people need to do more. And a lot of people thought, I can't do any more that I'm doing. And Premier Horgan, again yesterday, you know, saying, well, Dr. Bonnie Henry is speaking to those who have not been pulling their weights, those who have not 
you know, done everything they can. But then he also asked everyone to find a new gear. And I think there needs to be a messaging here. We are today one year, Simi, since the first test positive case of COVID-19 was detected in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. People have been at this now for a long, long time. And yes, British Columbians as a whole are thanked, you know, during the press conferences, the work that they are doing. But I think people feel there's not been enough of an acknowledgement of the dedication, the, the, the change in people's lives, the sacrifices that have been made to then watch others seemingly break the rules or hear stories about friends or neighbors breaking the rules. And the prevailing sense is people would like to see greater uh, enforcement, uh, stricter penalties, and movement around travel to show that it is harder to move around British Columbia. And and yes, uh, the majority, the vast majority of people are doing what they can do, but people are also trying to find little ways to enjoy some semblance of their old lives and that, and every time you do that, you, you, you know, maybe pop in to see a friend at their house or you you know, try your best yeah. to see someone at a distance. All of those are ways in which we can see the spread of the virus. And um, and I think those people making those decisions need government to show they are doing something different to help encourage them to do something different. Do you get a sense too, though, Richard, that there is frustration as well with the provincial government at this point because they keep saying, oh, we'd like you to do this. But then there's no real enforcement of making sure people do that. Yeah, and I think the the message all along, the strategy all along, has been to make people feel they are part of this and they are making the decision rather than being forced to do something. You know, right. there aren't police officers wandering the street asking you where you're going and whether it's essential or not. And when we speak about this, it, the reminder is British Columbia has fared quite well compared to other jurisdictions of our size. But there are still a lot of suggestions out there that keep coming up. Rapid testing at long-term care, masks in schools. And yes, I understand the arguments from Dr. Bronnie Henry around the challenge of these things, but I think these issues have come up so frequently from so many people, often high-ranking stakeholders that are experienced in these fields, that uh, the public would like to see at least some of these things tried. I think so, too. Now, I know that Premier Horgan talked about that in terms of I- enforcement and coming down on people, but we don't really have any yeah. concrete things on that, do we? <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a classic Horgan yesterday. Yeah. You know, he said, oh, if you break the rules, I'm going to come down like a ton of bricks. And then I asked him, well, what are you talking about? What's a ton of bricks? Yeah. And then what does that mean exactly? <laughs> ski hills, uh, and uh, they are looking at that. So that may be something we see further restrictions on. We're seeing not the behavior happening when people are going up to ski. So a family going to ski and, and you know wearing their masks, we haven't seen any transmission there. It's the gatherings that are happening afterward. It's uh, the staff that work at these ski resorts. So maybe we're going to see some further restrictions around these uh, ski communities. You'll talk to the mayor of Whistler about that as yeah. well, because that may be where the measures are targeted. But I think when Premier Horgan talks tough, we're going to come down like a ton of bricks. The expectation is stricter fines, greater enforcement, but that is not what he is talking about. He's talking about specifics. And we, we will see 
over the next few weeks, whether there are more restrictions, you know, we're looking towards that date uh, at the beginning of February where uh, the restrictions currently expire, and that's an opportunity for the province to decide uh, whether they will be extended, and, and not just that, whether new restrictions will be added on top of it. But don't you get the feeling as well, Richard, though, that people are a little antsy. Like, those who have been following the rules and follow the news, we think, listen, there's these variants out there, and is, is this going to be another classic case of BC not acting fast enough? And the variants have people very worried, and yeah. so far, so good on the variants. But on the South African variant, we still don't know where it came from. Uh, we just still don't know how three cases have been transmitted in our population, and that has people worried. And yes, that's a very small factor in terms of our number of cases, just three. But... Uh, we know the amount of damage these variants can do in terms of spread and how quickly it can spread. And so I think there is a lot of unease out there. I think people are going to social media to share their thoughts. I think that is uh, leading to sort of a cyclical thought of doom and gloom. But there's also a lot of value there to reach out to friends and be connected to people. And I think that's hugely important right now as people are feeling increasingly more isolated. It's colder out. Yeah. Uh, the days drag on. So yeah, I, I think nothing to look forward worry to people. We'll see Dr. Bonnie Henry and Adrian Dix are doing a town hall on, on yes. the news hour tonight on global BC at six thirty, and, and they'll be asked about a lot of these issues that you and I just talked about, Simeon. So uh, if you're interested in all that, tune in, uh, there'll be some new information there that, you know, questions we haven't heard in the briefing. So uh, it, we'll it could give people some information they need as we sort of gear towards what, what is going to be a tough few weeks ahead of us. I think it is. All right. Thank you, Richard. Yeah, thanks, Amy. Richard Zussman, our global news reporter over in Victoria. I think he's absolutely right. The next couple of weeks are going to be tough. Trying to keep a lid on these variants that are, you know, moving around out there potentially. And then also waiting for more vaccines to show up. It is a tense time. I think people are definitely feeling that.